Hello, everyone. Um, for you're probably listening to this, you probably already know us. I'm Ryan Morick. I'm a writer at Fox News. I've been talking about starting up a podcast basically for a long time now. I've played around with it, but now I've found a couple of friends who actually want to take this seriously along with uh, beside me. So I have Sam Allen with me. Very I have Matt McFeely with me. Um, and we don't have a name for this podcast yet. So right now we are just a podcast about New York sports. That's the title. If yeah. that sticks, maybe, uh, yeah. I don't know, maybe that'll be good news. Yeah, like but, I said, um, it's like, a, it's kind of, it's a play on Seinfeld a little bit. Uh, I wouldn't know because I've seen maybe four <laughs> minutes about Seinfeld, but that shouldn't surprise any of you guys. But um, no, we have a lot of stuff going on. Sam and I are diehard Yankee fans, and McPhilly loves watching us be in misery. So we basically, Sam and I have been talking so much about the Yankees, and we kind of just say, oh, let's start a podcast, let's start a podcast. So now we're actually going to do it. And what yeah. else to start with the Yankees? Um, I don't even know where to start. I mean, thank God that they salvaged this game on Sunday. But the most amazing thing is that it's literally Aaron Judge. And basically, at this point, 27 nobodies. Because if you look at guys not named Aaron Judge, and I don't know who wants to go. Sam, I guess you're the Yankee fan here with me, so feel free to chime in. But it's literally Aaron Judge, a bunch of nobodies. And every day, Sam and I are in another group chat with all Yankee fans. And we basically write out lineups, and every lineup stinks. Because there's no such thing as a good lineup when you have literally eight automatic outs. And at this point, it's now hurting Aaron Judge's chase for 62 or whatever you want to call it because no one's ever going to pitch him again because you have eight automatic outs behind them. Yeah, I mean, he, there was a stretch today and the game before where a Judge had either scored or was he scored all the runs. I think it was like three straight, and they only scored three in the first two games. And uh, – it's that's you just don't win like that. Doesn't matter what the pitching does. Doesn't matter what the bullpen's like. You you won't win if only one guy is scoring all your runs, no matter what the team makeup is. So uh, they got to find someone else that can get hot around him, have some protection for you know some of the other guys. Maybe you know I don't think DJ looks healthy personally, but you know even if Stang can start hitting the ball, or I mean one of these young guys can start hitting, even you know even just getting on base for him. Uh, I don't know. They're they're besides Judge, it's it's been scary. You bring up DJ though. Like we we talked about this for a long time. We basically think that Nestor's IL stint is basically a phantom thing. Who knows what's happening at this point? I mean, he gets an infection. If he really can't pitch through that, then then so be it. But it feels like any time that someone has some sort of an injury, they get put on the IL because we've basically been saying it. They've been in don't get hurt mode for two months now. Now they're in desperation mode, but everyone's been on the IL except LeMahieu, who has a, he had an 0 for 5. It, we're recording this on Sunday night. He had another 0 for 5 today. His OPS in his last month is like a, in the 330s. I mean, is a compromised DJ LeMahieu. They weren't afraid to put him on the IL last year with the hernia. It finally got to a point where he was unplayable. DJ LeMahieu is now unplayable. He's worse than Glaber. He's worse than Josh Donaldson. He's worse than IKF. He's been their worst player. So why don't they just put this guy on the IL? Well, I think I think there's a couple of things that go into it. I think just maybe maybe there the plan still is to get him on the IL, you know, even just down to the wire and they can say, "Hey, like we trust you enough and your talent and your track record that you, we think you won't need as much time as the other guys to ramp up." Okay, but when's enough enough? I mean, I I also feel like you might disagree with this, but I feel like DJ is one of those guys that is one of those uh, I want to be an everyday kind of guys. 
you know, he, if one of those, like, you know, maybe if some people are fake tough guys, but he's, you know, the Yankees don't even allow that. The Yankees don't even allow that attitude. I well, the fake tough guy attitude or. V, I'm playing today. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're putting yeah. me in the lineup. That's not a. That's not a. That's not a thing. I don't know. Then why wouldn't they? Because they don't. They've shown you they don't. From the from the start of the season, they, I think Judge was benched. Start of the season, started like five six games ago. into yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're, you're literally not allowed to go in the office and be like, I'm playing. No, they don't. They don't believe in it. That, that's not the way. Honestly, it's not really even the way baseball is played anymore. But but the Yankees are on a whole different level. And and, and, you, and you would think like with a guy with like DJ LeMahieu, who who is a, a proven good hitter, it's not like great great hitter. Like, like we 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 talked about um, Sam. You sent it the other day. I, I guess it was on the Talking Yanks podcast with, with the whole when when um, who pinch hit for Trevino when we wanted it to be. Donaldson or Claver. I guess it was uh was it, it must have been Cabrera who it pinched was Cabrera. for Trevino. It was, out, it was two outs and it was like a crazy spot for him to be his first pinch hit. Yeah, I mean I mean we can go on a whole rant about Josh Donaldson, especially you, Sam. But yeah, like why yeah. like there's so many guys that the Yankees don't want to piss off. I would assume that DJ LeMahieu was a guy who was like, Hey, you're struggling, we're gonna give you a day. Okay. If, and, uh, again, we can have a whole other rant on on what McFeely said, like just managing these egos in general and some guys being too scared and too emotional, yeah. which a lot of people are saying that's the case with Glaber Torres. I mean, the guys in, in trade talks for Pablo Lopez and all of a sudden he goes in this bad slump. I mean, are these guys really that sensitive? So I guess this leads me to the point. How do how does Yankee management keep Cashman? How does Yankee management keep Aaron? And, and I've defended Aaron Boone forever. I feel like I'm in the, I don't know if it's the loud minority or with the silent majority, whatever the case may be, but it, it, it didn't work. This is now, yeah. I, I gave them a pass in 2018 and 2019 and 2020, but it's now just proven to not work. If this collapse ends up how it looks like it's going to, how do you, how do you go to your fan base and say, "Oh, we're going to keep these guys"? And, and when, when, like, when we're playing the blame game, I'm so sick of all the IKFA and all the the, the guy plays literally, the literally to the to the back of his baseball card, and it's yeah. it's almost identical. So uh, it's it's a Cashman problem. It's not like I know you would have liked to have gotten better defense, and I know we led the league in singles last year. He's still he's slashing the same line, the exact same line. He is who Pretty he is. Much. Right. Uh, and that's why I don't get it, because what did every Yankee fan want in, in March? Correct. Better. Uh, well, it's not even. No I'm, Joey I'm, Gallo. No Joey Gallo, right. But I'm not even talking about player names. Uh, I feel like a broken record, and you guys have heard me rant about this over and over and over again. But every Yankee fan wanted defense better than Gleyber Torres. Okay, that really wasn't that difficult to find. Right. But you wanted a guy who can make really good plays at shortstop, as suspect as he is on routine plays, he does make really awesome plays at the same time. You got that at shortstop. You want the Glaber Torres to move over to second base for good defense. Wait, can I cut in there for a second? Please. No, no, no. It's yes. very funny because they wanted to upgrade Glaber's defense, but simply moving him over a spot is all automatically upgrading your defense from last year, which is crazy yeah. because they didn't even need to acquire anyone to upgrade their defense. They could just move him, and then that's where they had the IKF filler. Right, exactly. That's their makeup. Exactly. I, I mean, it, it, it's now proven that they wanted the stopgap, and there was really no one in the organization who was ready, so they decided to go get IKF. 
Along with that came Josh Donaldson, who, while his offense is awful, he's still a vacuum at third base. So you improved defensively on the left side. But going back to the whole IKF hate, is he good? No. But I remember saying this when I said he's like the 20th person that I'm most concerned about. That's not saying that he's the 20th worst player on the team or whatever it is. It's just the fact that the Yankees are all – every team, any – competitive team is able to get past the shortcomings of your nine hitter who like matt said plays to the back of the baseball card the yankees are not going to get by when glaber Torres is an automatic out a guy who got arguably was snubbed for the all-star game so carlos stan has looked awful and i get that this is stan up and down coming back from injury same old and maybe in a week he's hitting he's going three for four with two home runs we need we need that that would that would be Really nice if we got a really hot stand week, especially protecting Judge. Especially, yeah, but that would be say, that would be huge. When you say what what is it going to look like bringing all these guys back? It, it, I feel like this is totally a Cashman issue, and not. I don't want to get into the Mets yet, but when you think about Aaron Boone, and then you look across town and compare him to the Mets. I mean, it's not even close. The Mets had such a healthy relationship. The manager is just fucking. It, it's yeah. so different. It's so different. No, it's but, clear. They have not none of that. There's no, there's no ego issues. There's nothing. It, it's just. I mean, it, it's it's everything you want in, in a baseball club. I know, and, and I hate to act like the guy who knows what's going on at the clubhouse because we don't. But, of but you're right. But, but you're right. I mean, the, like. We said it about Rojas, and we said it about Mickey Calloway. I mean, it, it, the inmates ran the asylum, and maybe yes. that was maybe that was a Wilhan issue. But the, even even last year when Luis Rojas was there, it was clear that the inmates ran the asylum. We saw it with Lindor right. and Baez, yeah. and someone must have gone in Francisco Lindor's ear and said, "Look, this is Buck Friggin' show Walter that we're talking yeah. about." Like, and and Lindor McNeil, it, it was a yeah, that's a crap show. Yeah, it was, it was. Um, but the Yankees don't. They don't believe in the Buck Walters. They don't believe it. They, they. It is a vicious cycle, and it just keeps getting worse and worse. And it, it's rock bottom. Well, we said I, I said it over the off season when they got rid of Phil Nevin. The Yankees got rid of Phil Nevin, the one guy who was actually a tough guy and stood really. up to these players. Yeah, and it was basically the Yankees doubling down on the Girardi. Doubling uh, down, uh, right? Yeah, getting rid of that was the start of it. When they yes. got rid of, and and 100%. hey, you know what? It clearly worked for the Philadelphia Phillies. So who knows? <laughs> right? But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like Cashman's contract is up at the end of the season. You've, but I, I'm not the Yankee fan who says every year without a World Series is, is is a bust. Because and you guys know that. But last year was a failure. This year is looking like it's going to be a failure. And if we really want to play that game. 2018 was a failure when you went to an ALCS. 2019 was a failure when you won 103 games and lost to the same team that you lost to a couple of years ago. And this this is almost worse than 04. I mean, it's not because it was literally historic, but this this is becoming one of the worst collapses literally of all time. That's not is a hyperbole. This, is this, like, let's say the postseason started today. Yeah. Is this is this the worst team? In the postseason, is this the worst team that that's made the playoff? Like, is this Although, the team that yeah, you want no, to face the most? They are. Yeah. They really are. Yeah, I mean, probably. probably. They can't beat anyone. 
Because now, because now it's not even just – I mean, like, it, it, it's been the offense mostly, but even the pitching has not been great. Well, yeah, yeah. And we knew that kind of wasn't sustainable, but we saw – but. Again, it's it's the entire team. It's it's I've never seen anything like this where you go from practically unbeatable, unbeatable to like what you just said. Everyone wants to play you. Yes. Yeah, it's. I mean, even like the Twins are. We play next, and like I'm. Oh, Gary Sanchez and Tino homecoming. I'm and, going tomorrow. I'm going Wednesday. I'm not convinced that the Yankees like. Are have the advantage in this series? Like, why would that? What? How could you think that? That's what I'm. That, I mean, they're they're home, which is like a crazy way, a crazy point to like get to. But getting it's back to what you said about about Buck, Showalter, and the Mets, it's crazy because yeah, they got rid of Baez, sure, but they didn't. Their wow. roster didn't really change that much, but the culture changed so yes. much, 100%. like which is like a crazy. It changed. Buck. They got Marte, they got Canna, they got uh, okay, but, 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 but really, like, their core didn't. But the core, right. no, right? The core. Ma- Ma- the Marte is probably the only piece that really is just so different yeah. that that really that changed. Influences the clubhouse. Yes. Yeah, yes. I agree with that. And not just the clubhouse. What, just I what, mean, what, that's what, a huge bat and, and a great, yeah. you know. If you had to do, if you had to do the top three like storylines of the Mets season so far, what would they be? Or like players, players of note. Marte would probably be number one. Lindor, no, and Lindor. You don't think Lindor? No, but I was never anyone that had a that was worried about Lindor. You know what I mean? I kind of just. I got you. You had to know that he was going to be Lindor. So I think the Buck story has to be in that three. I know he's not a player, but oh, hundred, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, but it it's 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 almost seventy percent Buck. No, Diaz, Diaz too. Diaz. Diaz. But he, but but Diaz only had one bad year. It, it's not like he really was just Diaz, struggling. Diaz legitimately had one bad year. And, yeah. But this year is also insane. Oh, it's it's crazy. He, I, I actually think that he is he's this season matches Mariano's best season, just just numbers wise. But Mariano never struck guys out. Like I'm, like, I'm just saying because I, I saw that. I'm not like just you know. I just I saw the. No, I know. My my point is that is that it's better. I mean, well, Mar- Mariano finished what he finished si- second Cy Young in 05, third in 04, one nine four ERA in 04, one three eight in 05. But again, I mean, struck out nine point two batters per nine. Diaz is basically doubling. That. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if there wasn't if there wasn't so many like stud pitchers in the NL right now, I would say that he has a shot. Yeah, it'll but never I, happen. Who's yeah. up there, right? So so it's Alcantara. Um, I feel like it's very contra all year. Um, I Gonsolin. Yeah, still, still. I mean, yeah. Is is Rodone up there? I don't think so. Is he? (laughs) But even even outside of just Cy Young finals, I mean, we're talking about like the Max Freeds and the it's stacked. No, I know. But I mean, I mean, what he's done this year. I mean, I I guess we're now kind of just full focus on the Mets here. Um. Diaz has been incredible. No, no, we don't even need to talk about that. It'd be it'd be wasting time basically because it's amazing. Yeah, we'll, but we'll get back to the Yankees. But anyone who uh, I saw this stat before, the Braves are playing at 116 win clips since June first. So anyone who wants to sit here and say that the Mets are blowing their lead and choking their lead, I mean, stop. The the, the Mets have been playing at a at a 97 win pace since June first, and Braves are at 116. Yes, I mean, but, 10, but just. 
yes, this weekend was bad for the but Mets. We, you we can, know, you we can't know, lose to the, the Mets. We know, we know the Mets, though. So if this wasn't the Mets, I mean, like, you wouldn't be worried. But the fact that we know that it's the Mets, it is just you're waiting for the other shoe to drop every day. I mean, and, but it's not like you're going to drop out. You wouldn't drop out of the playoffs. Of like, course in, not. In, in previous years, it was like, you either win the division or you're not getting in the playoffs. Right. Yeah, because the NL is bad. I mean, yeah, the, I, the, the, well, Brewers have, the Brewers have played themselves out. Uh, well, well, the Cardinals have also been pretty red hot. But but the the National League is pretty much set. Yeah, but I mean, right? I imagine the Yankees were in the NL East. I mean, we might be talking about not making the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, oh, they're going back to the Yankees. Well, well the, Bra- the Braves are ahead of the Yankees record-wise, 100%, right? 100%, yeah. They... they Braves are 84. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, the Yankees literally just got their 80. Uh, the, the stat that amazes me every day is that the Yankees were the first team to 70 wins, and then the Dodgers got 90 before the Yankees even got to 80. Yeah. For for a team that was that good in the first half, that this has to be the worst second half of all time for a team that was anywhere near that eclipse of the first half of that. By, by far. Boy, here goes Aaron Boone the other night. Well, we still lead the league in runs scored. What do you want him to say? Well, I, I, I want to say, and, 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 and I know, and I hate to rip on the manager and say because right. I, 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 I say that too. What is he going to say? But like, he can't bang on the table every single day. But <laughs> I'm sorry, like I'm, I'm sorry. I don't want to hear we lead the league in runs scored and we lead the league in run differential when it's clear. That you're not the best team. You, they're literally the worst team in baseball over the last month and a half. Yeah. Like, th- thanks for reminding us that you were good months ago and are choking. That's basically what he said. Yeah. Yeah. Expected. I mean, I don't really know how this is calculated. It's based on runs scored and runs allowed. Uh, I guess so. Basically, run differential. MLB.com says that the Yankees are supposed to be 87 and 47, and they're 80 and 54. So that's a seven-game swing right there. And I'm trying to think if, like, uh, I'm sure I can name a few right off the game against the Mariners where they recorded four outs. No, they recorded six outs on four batters in two Oh, yeah, Judge, Judge let off and then didn't hit until, like, the last batter or something like that, right? No, five, yeah, five, basically yeah. four innings went by and Judge got one at bat. Ridiculous. Um, we, we can go chapter and verse on, on how many games that, that – they but even, even too like you can make an argument that the Yankees could, had a chance to win every game in the race series. Like one thing yeah. changes, like an error. Like I mean, and, 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 by, by the way, speaking of the Rays, don't look good. I'm sorry. No. Like, bad they, teams they, they, lose games like that. Bad teams lose games like that, and it's not like the Yankees. Yeah, it's, it's, that's what makes it even worse because the Rays literally look sometimes awful. Can we talk they look about like what the Yankees looked like last year? Can we talk about it? It was maybe only two weeks ago that I had to relax and the Yankees were just coasting and trying to get everyone healthy. And come on, they don't have a closer, they have no more than one or two bats, they don't even have an ace. Really, were you not? Were you not watching? What, what did what did you not see that I did? I don't understand. They go ahead, please. If the playoffs, the I don't if, get it. If the playoffs started today, it would be Yankees home against the Rays, three game series. See ya. Right. 
what what are the matchups? Garrett Cole against against McClanahan. McClanahan right. literally my throw a perfect game. Yeah, and then and then it's either you get good Garrett Cole. Or I'm assuming McClanahan also comes back. Seven percent of the time, Garrett Cole who can't just can't manage. Yeah, and then what's game two? Probably uh, Jeffrey Springs who again, who just shot the Yankees up the other night against Cortez. Yeah. Take the on take the under in every Kluber. Game. They might Kluber. throw Kluber game two. <laughs> they, they they would they would. Um, and you how, far, how far do the Yankees go? Are we are we predicting? How? How could well, you... wait. Can I? Can I? I have a, some, a point to say. What Matt said. Yeah, you I, didn't, yeah. You didn't really let Sam respond. You kind of attacked him, and you didn't let. Him, side note: The Yankees are lucky that that the AL Central stinks <laughs> because, because yeah, the AL is not good overall. But that's true. Um, I think that the Yankees in the beginning of the year they had this. Like I'm just defending yes. when you asked, what do you what did you see in the beginning of the year? They had this. They formulated this team, and it was clicking perfectly. Couple of things changed. People got hurt, and then they panicked a little bit, and they said, "All right, we've been bad. Uh, Hicks is terrible. We don't want to put keep running Judge out in center field. So, what can we lose to get a center fielder? They lose Montgomery. Boom. Then, like three starting pitchers get hurt. Nestor gets hurt. Severino gets hurt. I mean, they dropped all those. And then what I'm trying to say is, that when the Yankees are a full, like fully healthy." It, they're insane, and I think that the Yankees now are just trying to get back okay. to that point. Okay, I don't know so what they're insane. Let's say in two weeks the Yankees are fully healthy. What is that? Because in the first, in the first like two three months of the season, who was hurt? No one. Literally, no, no one you're was right. hurt. You're right, but I also, I, I also think at the same time though, this is when the pitching was also at its and, and yes, the offense. We we just mentioned that the offense was obviously going off. Yeah, because they they were slugging, but but the Yankees were still relying on the home run, which. Uh, that that would probably just be a never-ending argument. I mean, that's basically yeah. how the Braves have won the World Series last year, yeah. and it's, yeah. it's it's proven to work. Yes. I'm still of the old-fashioned mind where I think you kind of need to figure out a different way. I but again, it's gonna be it's gonna be an argument in the baseball world for for literally the next five decades. But I still think the Yankees had flaws, but they're but they just they just totally outmatched everybody and. I remember saying this probably, I, I guess it was around the, the Astros. It was a doubleheader sweep or something like that when they lost to Houston. And I guess that's when a lot of people started to hit the panic button. That's when I was like, all right, let's relax here a little bit. The Yankees had a good record against teams above 500, but there's a difference between being above 500 and being legitimately good. Right. Yeah. The, the time's going to Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll figure uh, that out. But, but you, you say they lost Montgomery like he got hurt. No, you, no, I, you, you I dealt them. No, you said they lost Montgomery. That's what you no, said. They, yeah, they, they lost Montgomery. It. No, but you know, but you know, what did they need to lose to to gain a center field defense? Yeah. yeah. Well, and and honestly, I I didn't hate the trade at the time, but then he comes back, he throws a one hit CJSO, and it's just one thing I, after the other. I, I, I still okay, don't so, hate the trade. No, neither, neither do I. And, 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 no, and I, I don't really say that either. Forever. But but we say okay when they're when they were healthy they were good. What are they getting back? They're gonna get Bader back. Let's assume. Uh, so, uh, but let's assume wait, Benetendi slow down, slow down, slow down. They're gonna get Bader back. So what's that ripple effect? We don't need to see Hicks ever again. Now That's you do because Benatendi's hurt. Well, I, Unless I if think... you really want to put Cabrera in right field every day. Oh, it's Wilpon yeah. Ball. We're talking about still... next season now. Oh no 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 not, no! I'm, I'm not talking about next season. I'm talking about this postseason. Okay. I think I. I mean, Hicks might be on the bench. Not saying you wouldn't see him again, but 
Well, I mean, now he's got to be on the bench at least. So who's but, your left fielder you know, right now? Who's your Cabrera. left fielder right now? Cabrera. He's hitting. He's hitting one ninety. Okay, I mean, so Hicks is hitting what? One so, okay. <laughs> like, and Hicks isn't even like Hicks is not. He's an average defender. Sure. Right, so so yeah. so they're gonna get better back. Uh, I would naturally think that Ben Attendee's done. They're gonna get Nestor back. They're gonna I get mean, Severino back. Honest, they're gonna get Frost back. I, I thought, okay, but when all three of these guys come back, they're gonna get three pitchers back off the maybe four if you want to include Chapman. That means four people are getting sent down, right? Okay, Weissert will probably get sent down. Ryan Weber, or Weber signed Okay, today. Weber will probably get sent down. At that point, do you really DFA Hicks and or Marvin Gonzalez, or are the Yankees going I to think, be the I Yankees Mar- and say, okay, Carlos and Cabrera go. are not ready yet to hit? I think Marwin would go because I think even at the least, the Yankees can see Cabrera taking Marwin's spot. Well, Cabrera's proven to play a good outfield. And but he can play the infield too, which is what Marwin does. That's true. I just think that. I mean, I don't know who plays left field right now because Bader is a center fielder. Judge has never played left field. Well, I'm saying what I'm saying is if you if you DFA Marwin, then that's that even further solidifies Hicks' spot on a playoff roster because then they're not seeing they're seeing Cabrera as more of a infield option versus Hicks as an outfield option. Yeah, I guess whatever they stink. Um, that, that would be the third person they would DFA. So then, if, so let's just say they get three, and one of those guys something goes wrong. There you go. That's it. Yeah. Okay. And then your your roster. What about Carpenter? I'm assuming Car- you and I kind of disagree on this, but I, I I mean I don't know if we haven't heard anything about Carpenter doing baseball activity now. Then, then when is he? Also, but like Carpenter is not like. Like I think they they see him as like more of like a pinch hitter option or like on a game like I don't know somebody has a good split against or uh I don't know but I think they that's where they see Carpenter as and I think if Carpenter comes back maybe Carpenter coming back would be the move for well, DFA. Well, well, well at, at at this point this is where you and I disagree because I've always said that Carpenter would basically have like a tryout and he probably wasn't going to play. But at this point, no one is hitting. They're not going to have need, choice. Yeah, exactly. You need him. Yeah. There. You right. need to put him in. Yeah. Yeah. They don't. They don't have the. Lunch, you literally so. have nothing to lose at this point. Yeah. And you know what? If Carpenter continues to have a thirteen hundred OPS, then he's probably your two or three hitter close to. Aaron yeah, Judge. I feel like people have been betting against him his performance all year, and all he's been doing is proving them wrong. I think, including the Yankees. Yeah, like that. So why would they? I mean, yeah, he's hurt. Sure, he's coming back from injury, but like. He's not like a twenty-five-year-old kid. Like right. he knows he knows how to rehab. He's probably had done something similar before. Like if it was like you know if it was like Cabrera, right? Like if Cabrera was having this insane season and he got hurt, and then he you know there was perspective of him coming back with it like two weeks to get ramped up or a week, Stop. then I would be nervous. But I think it's a little different for a guy like Matt Carpenter who you know has been in the league for a hundred years. Are they going to rush him back though? You they have to. I, sure, I, wish, right? I wish Carpenter could be in the lineup tomorrow. I know. They, they, they literally might well, – well, well, they probably won't even have the minor league season at that point. They literally might just say, like, screw it. Yeah. If you are if you can swing a bat, you're back. Yeah. Right? Like, you have to and at this point. And can you believe it's September 4th? Sand might have to play the outfield. Well, he, if he comes back, he's going to. They're not putting Carpenter in the field. You can. He's yeah. back. Uh, you and you know, and, and you know what? I mean, everyone's crying for Stan to play the field at this point because it's kind of proven that when I, he does but play I the think field, Stan's, he's better. I think 
Stan's on board with that now. Like I like. Well, Stan's like, on board with it now because if he DHs, he's going to get hurt. If he plays the field, he's going to get hurt. If yeah. you're going to get hurt, screw it. Just yeah. just play the field at this point, right? And it's not like they're catastrophic injuries he's suffering. They're like a, like a hip strain or like a, a you know something like that. Well, well, like well, well, well the Achilles. I mean, God forbid. I mean, I, yeah, I know, you know, but you know, what I'm saying like when you say injury, it's not like he's having these crazy injuries. Yeah. Um. What would it What would it take to, for the Yankees to literally look themselves in the mirror and just say, "Let's flush it." Let's let's just clean house. All, all due respect. No more I think cashmen, another, another month. Another it, it would take no, nothing it, because Hal Steinbrenner is a businessman, and I don't and I, and I don't like to blame Hal Steinbrenner for this because I think that if you have a two hundred fifty million dollar payroll, you sh- that should be more than enough to not be a literal laughing stock. I mean, take you you look at the I, I think it was F WAR, which take it for what you will as a stat, but IKF and Josh Donaldson have a worse F WAR combined than Gio Urshela and Gary Sanchez. And Gary Sanchez and Gio Urshela are making about twelve million dollars less than they are. So you know yeah. what? That's not a Hal Steinbrenner problem. Hal Steinbrenner gave Brian Cashman two hundred fifty million dollars to say, "Here you go, have fun," and the team stinks. Well, also blame Hal Steinbrenner for not wanting to open up the checkbook for Correa and not allocating the sources that they get every year properly. I get that, but I'm sorry when the Tampa Bay Rays have been. Your arch arch rival is a little bit strong, but you get my point here. With the one percent of your payroll, it's not an ownership issue anymore. That's my belief. And I, I, I hate the, uh, you know, I I think deep down Brian Cashman wants to go to a small market and try to win there. He's not winning here, and he's losing to teams that are small markets. But. Uh, I don't, like it's something to prove. Yeah, uh, win, win here. I, I, win I, here firmly, I firmly believe that Brian Cashman is a good GM. Sure, but I, but I just, but I think that it's like Garrett Cole to me. I know Garrett Cole's a good pitcher, but I got a lot of questions. Well, now you do. I know it, it, it's it, it's so weird how it works because he can find gems. He found Clay. Well, now Clay Holmes doesn't look great, but Clay Holmes. On July 12th, we were talking about if he was a better closer than Edward Diaz at that point. Yep. And all the players that that, that people beg to come up, he leaves them down, and he's right 100% of the time. Yeah. I mean, seriously, thank you. And that's why I will never ask for a prospect to be up. If there's one thing the Yankees are good at, it's knowing who, A, who is about to be on the fall off, B, who's not ready to play in the majors. How many people said, why didn't you resign Didi Gregorius? He stinks. Yeah. Gio Rochella isn't a good baseball player anymore. He has Luke Voigt. Luke Voigt. Oh, he stinks. Um, at the most out of Luke Voigt. It was kind of crazy. They got the, uh, exactly. Luke Voigt was their, their best player. And then they thought that, I mean, they had to do a big shakeup. And I mean, Anthony Rizzo was Anthony Rizzo, who's a great See, now, I think, boy, I play defense, but you mentioned a big shakeup. I think that. And kind of tying in Cashman and all this, I think that there's so many like movable pieces now that it, they might be hard to move. But I think like this, like with the Judge contract and that all that going down, this could be like the last like big off season for Cashman to to get it done. And I know it sounds like a broken record. We say that every year, but I think the Judge contract is a huge, uh, 
it, it's just a huge like pivoting point in this in this franchise because if they don't resign him, then you might as well just flush it. But if you resign him, I think there's other things that can move. I wonder if Hal Steinberg is going to say something like, let's say Brian Cashman does get fired. Does he go to a new GM and say, hey, do whatever the hell you want, but I want Aaron Judge here? Yeah. I mean, I wonder, well, I, I, I don't know how much what Hal Steinberg really does. But, um, but even too, like with outside of Judge contract, like we're not going to have Chapman on the books. If that'd be wonderful if we can get off of one Josh Donaldson or Hicks contract, one of those would be wonderful to get off. And then like, there's just, I feel like there's just a lot more room for, you know, someone else. I've been even saying lately that I would love to see like a guy like Xander Bogarts as a shortstop next yeah. year. I would really like to see them go after a guy like Bogarts. That's a surefire stud at shortstop. No questions asked. Would be a power hitter, middle of the lineup type guy. And then use their shortstop prospects either. Maybe you can trade Glaber and then put Peraza or Cabrera at second base. Or just leave DJ there to be the everyday second baseman. But like, and then, or even trade them to go get a couple more arms or another position. I just think that, uh, I, I mean, I like Bogarts a lot as a player. He's a Yankee killer. And I like to acquire oh, Yankee killers. You kill- love Yankee killers. Love Yankee. Ben Intendi, Yankee killer. Love when we got him. Yeah. Thank you. No, I mean, you couldn't predict that at all. I want to get into the Mets. We talked about the Mets for a little bit, but no, not enough. enough. Not enough. No, no. the want, best team in baseball. I want buddy. to talk about Aaron Judge for a second, though, and where he needs to yes. hit this lineup. Because he's had second, third, and first in the last like four days. Before that, Sam yesterday had said, maybe it was two days ago, that this is the first time that I'm worried about Aaron Judge coming back. Yeah. And I get it. But. I don't know how much he cares, and I think it's like you always say it's it's always been about the money. But yeah, I do, but I do think there is a giant value to being Aaron Judge of the New York Yankees. So why would this kid? Why, why would it matter? What, okay, why, why? I'll go first because the entire Yankee organization. I have no idea if the players feel this way or if they have brainwashed the players into feeling this way. The entire Yankee front office thinks that the postseason is just, is just a crapshoot. So if you are in a Yankee uniform for 20 years and you make – the Yankees are like how many – and then over the next 20 years, how many times are the Yankees going to miss the postseason? Twice? Maybe? Maybe? Like the Yankees are always going to be in the running. Until, you could say that. You could say that, but – I mean, it's been such a long time that they haven't. It's been, almost so like so – It's almost like – To the beat is going to come. But like, but, but they they they've done nothing to prove otherwise, right? So I'm just gonna go with it. Like the Yankees are gonna say, the Yankees are gonna say to him, "Okay, you're gonna make the playoffs every year. We're bound to get lucky." And I hate that thinking, but that's what they're gonna say. Yeah, Sam, what what? Why do you think that this skid matters to Aaron Judge? Because this, this okay. has, I mean, really, this isn't like this. It's not the point of sale. The point of sale to him is I am a New York Yankee lifer. I'm Aaron Judge of the New York Yankee. I really don't think it matters at all. See, I, and I, I don't know. I disagree because I think it does. I think Judge wants to be somewhere where he wants to win and where he like agrees with everything in the organization. I don't think that Judge Judge is like obviously he's the best player on the team, and we're, I feel like he's one of those guys that regardless of how the Yankees handled him, he was going to be good. Like. He's just he's just an un he they could have he was a not can't miss prospect when he once he got to the big leagues he just immediately took over and uh so I, it was like one of those guys that kind of 
tread all that water that the Yankees like have messed up people in the past. Like Glaber, Glaber has not progressed. He, I mean, he's, he's honestly more. regressed. Gary Gary Sanchez regressed. Oh my God, that's a, that's an understatement. Doesn't it feel I mean, like that wasn't the Yankees' fault though? Doesn't I mean, it think, feel think like about, those guys were flashes in the, the pan? Think about all. Take out Aaron Judge and think about all the prospects that have come up in the last like five years. No, they literally have all regressed or have just been bad from the start. The only yeah. other one that except could, Severino. Except the only one. But what I'm trying to get at is I think Judge like he he's at the point in his career where if he wants to be a great player, and I really think he does, I really think he wants he wants to his number retired. But he's one of those guys that I feel like if he whatever team he wins with, he'll get retired by. And I don't know if he believes that the Yankees can win. Yeah. That's well, that's my point. That's I, mean, I hope I, he didn't uh, watch the Jeter documentary. Look, I think the honestly, I was like you said, I was not like I'm still not scared. If I had to put a number on it, I'd say I agree. He, he's 85 percent a Yankee next year, 15 percent anywhere else. That would be my number right now. I'm around there too, but like maybe like before this skid, it was more like 90 10. Like I just, I'm just like a little more worried, you know. But, I've always thought it was about the money. To, and that was and that was always the most. See, important. But the, doesn't the value of being is, a Yankee trump that a little bit? Doesn't well, it? That, I mean, well, well, okay. Well, 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 well if, too, if the Giants offer him ten years, four hundred uh, four hundred million. But if the Yankees offer him ten years for three hundred ninety nine, yes. then yeah, he's going to say, "Okay, well, I'm just going to stay." But here. you know what the Yankees can offer him that no one else can, and I really think they will. Oh, I'm going to be so annoyed at this. He's. I mean, I I'm not the biggest fan of it either, but they can throw it at him and say. You can go take less money, but if you come here, you can be the captain of the New York Yankees. Nice. And I really think they would do yeah. that. And you'd be the only one in baseball. Yeah. It would be a sideshow, parade, clown that, exactly. show, circus. Build yeah. your brand even more. I mean, you, you just said to yourself, he's all about his brand and where he's going to get the most money. Yeah. I think that's a huge, you know, how many people are going to buy Aaron Judge jerseys with a C on it? Millions. Yeah. Even though he won't even have one, but they'll sell them. Yeah, exactly. All right. Let, let's delve into the Mets real quick. Go ahead. Uh, I mean, are they the best team in baseball? Are they well, the they, best they team in baseball? I don't care. They beat him yesterday. <laughs> they beat. They won the season series against the best team in baseball. They're so good. Wait, they're they, so oh, good. They won. They didn't. Was it a four game set? I guess it they, they split no. with them early in the year and they won the series. They that's they, yeah. Because I remember on the West Coast trip they went one one and one and the one was yeah. the split with the Dodgers. Are they the right. best? I mean, you remember like when we used to be like, hey, who would you rather be, the Yankees or the Mets? Oh, it's not even close. It's not even close. Oh, you're loving this, are you? Oh, oh. It, it I'm, is I'm still skeptical on, on the Mets' B tier of pitchers. Like, they're, like, it's like they have an A tier of like, you know, Scherzer, DeGrom, yeah. Diaz, and Bassett, throw, like, and Bassett, and the rest of them aren't going to know what postseason means. But um, in the bullpen, that's a problem because there's there's guys in the bullpen when you're playing, especially with the way the bullpen schedule is, you're, Diaz is not going to be able to pitch three nights in a row. So that third night, if you, yeah. even if you split, but you know they, what I mean? But DeGrom and Scherzer but, are going to go seven or eight. They're also going to put Tyler McGill there. They might put Taiwan Walker there. Peterson, buddy, hand hand the ball to Adavino. Adavino's good. He's so good. Yeah, out of but, nowhere. I mean, who start? Who starts the fourth game? Do they go three men? It goes back to the front. Yeah, everyone goes three men. Yeah, but then I see. Like, I don't know if you can do that in the NL because you're gonna. It's not like the AL where I, I don't think they're gonna. This, these are gonna be seven game series. 
you know, these are going to, these are not going to be, you know, there's Yankees also, so does, does, does the, the, the NLDS has a game off between games one, which one is it? So one of them has a day off in between. I don't even really care about the schedule. I just think that the NL is so close that these are going to be long series. And I think a long series is greatly impacts the Mets yeah. more than it does any other team. Who would, who, would they play like, who would they play right now? Would they play not the – well, no, the Cardinals are winning the division. If the season ended today, not, is it the Phillies? It, it, it would have been the Cardinals for a while. It would have been the Cardinals for a while, but then they just went on. Yeah, Pujols yeah. is the best player in the league again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, it still would be San Diego. Okay, yeah, so it, it it's basically going to be – Afraid yeah. San Diego of them. San Mets. Diego and I'm not afraid of the Bucks. Philly is a game behind San Diego and Atlanta is a game behind the Mets. So those are gonna be your two, four, five, six teams, basically, because the Dodgers are gonna win the top seed and the Cardinals are basically locked into the three seed. I think if you're the Mets, you're only worried about the Dodgers. I disagree. I disagree. I think the Braves are Braves. I think the Cardinals too are very good. Mets are leaps and bounds better than the Braves. And, and, in my and eyes. I think too the Cardinals really? have like if I if there's always leaps like and that bounds. Team, you know like the Nationals are that team that came in nowhere. The Braves like they like if I had to put my money on one team to like have like the storyline and kind of thing, it have to be the Cardinals. Yadier. Right. I'm not talking Cardinals. Cinderella stories. I'm just saying in competition wise in the National League. I mean, you said they're only scared of the Dodgers. Like, would yeah. I be stunned if the Cardinals beat the Mets in a seven-game no. series? No. What I was, what I was gonna have, say the is the Cardinals currently have the three best, the the two, the second, third, and fourth best yes. players in baseball. What I was just gonna say stuff. is, I am more, I would be more afraid of the Cardinals than I am the Braves. I, I just, I oh, just, I want to know the why Braves. you think the Mets are. Uh, I quote you here: leaps and bounds, bounds better leaps and bounds, leaps and bounds. Where are the Braves better besides the bullpen? Besides the but they're but they're they, can, they, they, they they have a lot more power. Yeah, and they they they're very. But it's the not Mets like don't play that brand player. of baseball. We know that. We know the Mets don't play that brand of baseball. I understand that, but I mean, if you take uh, you can't take it away. But if you take away the first two months of the season, the Braves are ten games up on this team. Not ten, but no, it, it would be but ten the, but games. The, but but the, the Mets are up head to head. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Right? I feel like it. I think so. But I, I mean, I don't think it. I, I don't think that you can go back to mid to early June. June Again, I, I brought it up before. June 1st, the Mets are playing at a 97 win pace. The Braves are playing at a 116 win pace. Now that you are a game ahead of them, and yes, you won the season series, I don't think leaps and bounds better is, is accurate. I actually think that the fact that it's only three or so games is weird to me. It just, it feels, it feels way, it, it just feels like there's a huge gap to me. Well, it's, I, it's, I it's one that. game now. You're discrediting them. What? Who am I discred- who, he's discrediting the Braves? Yeah, because I think you're, you're right that the Mets are better than them in, in you know, a couple spots. Yeah, I, I will say also the last series that they had against each other, the Mets got really unlucky. So yeah. th- 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 that's in your defense. But I, I also think that the again, and I think this is something that we won't really even see until the playoffs. But I I think the Mets will. I think the long these long series for the Mets are going to really 
go against them at the end of the day. And I think the bull, I'm a big believer in bullpen wins World Series. I think if you have a shutdown bullpen, you can win a World Series regardless I've, of what I, I've never disagreed with anything more. No. I think you, you then, stick starters in the bullpen, you're running three man rotation. That's exactly and what the It doesn't did. even matter. It that's doesn't exactly even matter. That's what the it doesn't even matter. Saying, These guys work. aren't going to sniff a baseball in the postseason. Not even going to sniff one. No, I, don't, I, I disagree. I, look, the Mets are, I think the Mets are better than the, the Braves, but. I think that if the Mets have an A plus lineup, then the the Braves have an A lineup. If the Mets have an A plus rotation, the Braves have an A. But then they also have a little bit of a better bullpen, I think. So I don't think it's that as far off as you're making it sound. So right now, you, you're if you're the Mets, go ahead. If you're the Mets, you you you'd rather see the Cardinals or you rather see the Braves? I'd rather see the Cardinals. Give me the Braves. Give me the Braves. I don't know. No, I mean. Ugh. The Cardinals are maybe the hottest team in baseball. The one thing I will say about the Braves, though, is and and, and this is where, uh, again, I'm helping your argument here. The Mets beat good teams, and the Braves beat who they're supposed to beat, and then they yeah. kind of contend with who they're supposed to contend with. You never have to worry about the Mets in, in, in a series against another team because yeah. they won the series against the Dodgers. They, they, they've passed every test. The yeah. Mets have passed every test. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, let's go Mets. And uh, Sam, why don't you tell us about how the Knicks should draft their own uh, Donovan Mitchell or whatever? <laughs> yeah, I want to talk about Donovan Mitchell. Can you believe that we were actually worried about what we were going to talk about? <laughs> I think yeah, I, I feel I, like I, this I, is going to go way too long for a minute. <laughs> I'm honestly content with with the non move. Yeah. Wait. So, so you are in the camp of you're upset that it didn't ha- that the that the Knicks didn't get Donovan Mitchell, but you understand. Am I, I agree. I agree. Right. Yeah. You yeah I mean, I, I, also, here, so. I think that, like, I first of all, I I really can't believe that they even floated RJ's name. I agree. Out there in I trade. can't believe yeah, I even no, saw once, that. Once, yeah. once, once RJ's that? name, once RJ's name came in, yeah. I, I was saying, please, when, don't. Yeah. When they locked him up, it felt like that was them saying, like, listen, if we get the Mitchell, we don't. This is our guy. Yeah. And, but they were just offering him up. It's and almost one thing, happy and that one thing, it was declined. The one thing that's really understated about the NBA and like people are making a big deal of it. Like I even saw Stephen A like saying like, oh, who's next? Like if we haven't seen anything in the last like at least five years, the NBA, there's always someone that gets upset, starts crying and wants out. Always. Always. It doesn't fail. So like I know the Knicks are like, all right, we'll always get the next one. We'll always get the next one. But hey, maybe this year they, you know, they they're a little bit better and. You know, they see improvement from quickly, improvement from Robinson, and just ups their trade value even more. But they, but they really couldn't beat that, even not including RJ? Nah, no way. I mean, they would have had to give literally, like, half more. the squad and picks. I the, the Knicks were down to do, like, just so players. What would, like, what, what would it have taken? Like, I guess the only two people that aren't on the block are Julius and RJ, right? So it's pretty much... Well, Take Julius is definitely Julius on the was. block. Julius is definitely well, yeah. on the block because, well, well, right. But, but I mean, I, I, I just feel like they want to team up someone with Randall and RJ, which is fine. The, so the Knicks, the Knicks if, are basically if there was saying, no, if there was no RJ in the deal, the Knicks would have probably had to given up. I think the the Jazz wanted Mitchell Robinson, so Mitchell Robinson. Okay, uh, come Quinn, on, Quinn, 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 okay, Quinn Grimes, who a lot of Knicks fans think is going to be like a 
a star. Who likes prospects but, no, more, Knicks fans that, or Yankees fans? That, that's what I was just going to say. Grimes is like that Knicks fan guy that they just fall in love with. Yeah, I Why? mean, it's, it's classic. I don't know. Do they, are they, do they want him to be like a, like a, a Joe Harris? Like, I is don't that like know what they want. Comp? No, no, no. no. He's, 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 a, he's been actually tearing up like the G League and all these summer league teams like, nice. against. No, but like. <laughs> But he's not. That's he's Florio's been sick in AAA. Did you know? That? Apparently, he he's not like uh he's does he's been doing it all kind of guy. Like he's been he's gonna be a good two, I think. Okay, he's gonna be a good two. If you cool. keep him, you're RJ's a good he three. Becomes Donovan Mitchell, right? And hey, you know what? If Quentin Grimes becomes better than Donovan Mitchell. Good for the next. No, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I think RJ could be get better than Donovan Mitchell. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know I about saying Grimes. I, I agree. No, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. the likelihood. I think RJ is going to, like, he, RJ's not a star, but he's not, like. He's right outside looking in. I mean, he's averaging yeah. 20 a game. I mean, you know, but it's just going to be another one of those Knicks seasons. It's just going to be another one. Uh, I don't, like, I, I don't, I don't, not that I watch Cleveland Cavaliers. So who, it was Sexton, Markinen. Um, the the the, the, the Baji just got from Kansas. He was like the seventh overall pick. So if you want to think about it without a name, it was Sexton, Markinen, and then the 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 seventh overall pick in this draft. It was like seven or eight. And, and who did the, who the, the Knicks pick at eleven? Was that their pick eleven? No, oh no, no, I'm no, an idiot. The Knicks traded back a million times. So I'm thinking of they 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 were, they were acquiring. They had this deal in place. This was like this was a deal that literally slipped through their fingers, but they were planning on doing this. I, I truly did, believe I, that. I, I, I don't know. I I just I didn't think that the that Utah got like this. I can't say no to this type of deal. Uh, I could I, I could be very wrong, but I, also I think, I'm not I'm no NBA aficionado. A win win so. deal. I thought it was a win win deal, and I thought that if the Knicks did that, it would not have been a win win deal. Imagine so, you're Donovan so, Mitchell, so what, and you're imagine, clamoring, clamoring to come to New York. You want to go to New York so bad, and, and you, you end up in Utah. Wait, wait. Well, you know what? And they're going to be good. Donovan I don't Mitchell, care if they're going to be good. Donovan I mean, is a free agent in two years. So if he really wants to be a Nick and doesn't like the Cavs and they don't win in the Cavs, he'll come here in two years on a free agent. You don't think Cleveland's going to try to extend them like now? I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, I feel like it's. The the Cavaliers are a very interesting roster. They're very young, but I don't. I mean, maybe Donovan Mitchell is just their last piece they need. Maybe that's what they think. I just think that uh, and the Cavaliers uh, yeah. were leaps and bounds ahead. The roster, not to go into Cleveland basketball, but the Cavaliers roster, outside of who they traded, was way better than the Knicks roster would have been outside of the people they traded. Like they, the people. Without even without Sexton and marketing and the kid Obaji that they picked, the the rest of that roster is so much better than the Knicks. The rest of their roster, if they traded like R.J. Mitch, and agree. Quick. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. If, so if, if that if that trade was the one that went through, I actually would have been upset that they got Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. Well, I don't know about it. It would be like I'd be in a weird place. I don't know how it, it, would, it would be the same old, same old. That's all. Would it would you, be. Would you guys have included quickly? Because I feel like last year was kind of a down year for him. I would have included him if it didn't mean, like, RJ also. No, yeah, quickly, right. quickly, good, quickly was good last year. Yeah. Like, like, like a, a guy, okay, like, we already said that Mitch Robinson would have been in the trade. Who would have been, like, the set, like, OB, I get. 
They probably would have wanted Obi. And, and Nick fans would have been blessed to pick up. Like, Obi Toppin is every Nick fan's favorite player now because Julius Randle is now what – I don't want to say a one-year wonder because he's still kind of a good player. He's, he's probably going to be number one, though. The, I, he won't exactly. be on there. I don't think he'll be on the Knicks at the end of the season. No. And by the way, I hate him. I hate Ooh, him. Julius? Yeah. I mean, oh, I mean, I've never seen worse body language in my life. After <laughs> wins, even. After oh, wins. Yeah. He just doesn't. He doesn't want to be here. I, I, I hate him. Which is kind of well, weird. I think, I think like, he'll be here when times are good. He's one of those guys. Yeah. I mean, the MVP chance, really. I mean, got this guy yeah. in a. In a... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I was just kind of a, a believer in the fact that, like, uh, I, I hate, like, can't handle New York. Playoff, playoffs came. All of a sudden, he's playing in front of from 1,000 people because of COVID to yeah. sold-out crowds, yeah. averages 16 points a game, and then he gets a sold-out crowd every night. And it, uh, what was his first year as a Nick? 2008, 2019? Yes. Okay, think, so he yeah. so he yeah, yeah. so he played a little so, bit above hit uh, the back of his card, playing with zero pressure, and then they make the playoffs. And I think a lot of Nick fans had unrealistic expectations because so many teams just got better last year. But again, you were a playoff team and you were expected to make the playoffs, which is fine. Yeah. But but he didn't crumble. But we, he didn't play well. He didn't play well, and he had a pissy attitude the, yeah. the entire year. Um. A big three with them would have been kind of cool, though. I did, like Julius Randle can't be your best player. I don't think RJ Barrett could be your best player, and I don't think that Donovan Mitchell, RJ Barrett, and Julius Randle are a top. And and neither did the Knicks. Players. Neither did the Knicks. That's why they didn't make the deal. But how much longer are we going to do? Like I said it about when they missed out on LeBron, and then they got Melo and Amar. I and I understand that you have to. I get it's a minimum salary that you have to kind of spend. Like you have to put a, a, a team a team on there. But how much longer are we going to say if you don't get these guys, don't get anyone? Because we said it about Kyrie and KD, where that was they basically just said, okay, screw away for Giannis. Okay, they didn't get Donovan Mitchell now, so don't get anyone. We'll wait for this guy. How much longer are we just going to say, okay, don't bother to get anybody? I guess I guess the last time it happened was when they opted for Melo and Stoudemire to put a somewhat of a team out there. But you yeah. can't just keep going through awful, awful seasons because you didn't get your guy. Eventually, you're going to have to have – I get it's the Knicks and it's the Garden and you're going to be – and you're going to sell out every time. But you you got to put on some sort of a, a, a team out there eventually. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's what I was saying before about how there's always disgruntled superstars in the NBA. So, I mean, you never know who's who the next one is. I mean – you can go you know, through the whole league and, you know, make up a situation. I mean, even like I saw people talking about Zion is going to want out of New Orleans in a few years oh. if they don't win, like stuff like that. Like it's always yeah. going to be something. And the next, I think, honestly, I'm happy. I think at the end of the day, I think I'm happy they didn't make this trade. I'm happy that they didn't give up all of this to be, you know, a B-level team still. And, but I'm also happy that they, you know, they have their guys and, I think they got closer. Like this is the closest the Knicks have been to getting a star in a long time. Like, okay. and we're, and we're all we're all gonna have egg in our face again when you know Zion loves the garden. Zion's gonna come and he doesn't. It, I mean, it's I, such and like, a okay, like, look, look, look what the Nets did. Look what the Nets did. The Nets put put together this team. They traded for D'Angelo Russell, who ultimately ended up being like Julius Randle, 
And the Knicks traded for Julius Randle, who's also just totally on the downside. But the when the Nets before they got KD and before they became an attractive place, they actually made something of what they had. The Knicks need yeah. to make something of what they have now. And that's what I think Jalen Brunson did. I think oh. the Jalen Brunson signing is great. They're going to make them like a formidable team. They're going to win some games they shouldn't. They actually have a guy that can yeah, be a I mean, guy. But us, us, us three could defend better than the Knicks are going to. But all of the disgruntled superstars, though, I mean, we, we just saw it with, with KD. Uh, they all want to go to smaller markets. KD wanted to go to Phoenix. KD went to Brooklyn and not New York. KD went to uh, – he, he wanted to go to Toronto and Miami, which aren't the largest basketball markets out there. I mean, all these guys want to go to the smaller markets. The guys who want to come to the big markets are not top-tier guys like Jalen Brunson. Julius Randle. I think RJ loves playing here, but again, he's not a top tier guy. So when is a disgruntled superstar going to want to come to the big market? We haven't seen it. No. They but, all want, they all want yeah, zero. Is, but I think this is definitely the closest we've been. Like we, 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 Katie didn't even sit down with us. I mean, from all reports, it looked like then the Knicks and the Jazz were close a bunch of times. So did you guys know Nick Kyrgios won? <laughs> Did he? Yeah. Down from two sets to none. He just won the next three, I think. You're a guy. I want to go this week, but I probably can't. All right. Yeah, Everyone, so. really appreciate you listening if you've made it this far. Once we are the three of us were texting and we were like, what are we going to talk about? And we just talked for an hour. So if you're still with us, God bless you. Um, God. Eventually, God. I want to have an email address so you guys can email us some questions, but uh, we're going to actually take this seriously. 100%. So. Um, I don't know. We'll, maybe we'll make some Twitter accounts and stuff like that. But yep. thank you, guys. Subscribe, listen, and uh, we'll catch you guys next time.